We just keep coming back. And, <laughs> and it's, uh, um, we're actually in South Carolina right now. Getting ready to do sales again. In a new place. So, yeah. Um, but we wanted to come on and talk about... Um, something that's really important, uh, like the journey to self-actualization and awareness and um, sovereignty, personal sovereignty. Um, so I guess, yeah, I'll let you start. When I was just about to say, <laughs> I guess, yeah, when did you first, I guess, start um going on a journey of awareness when did you start i guess going on a journey within how did that start right after i saw this <laughs> photo so i saw this and oh my god it's the only thing that makes sense it's enlightenment it's no but it really is it's so that's a photo of robin that i i find it in a book like all the time i'll always find it it never leaves and it's just so always awesome there. just a collage of her with all the farm animals which is so dope i made it on this little we had this tiny ipad and ipod when we were like little and i was like oh i'm gonna go take a picture with all the animals <laughs> so i took a selfie with all of them and then she Fuck found yeah. it made a collage and, never and you made she Dude, made the collage made, oh, i <laughs> printed it yeah that's what happened i remember that just another peek at it oh. it's fucking amazing it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so after i saw that photo i was like that's the actualized self oh my god <laughs> <laughs> just kidding so i was trying to think about this too before we came on here but i was just like i have no idea so i guess i'll just see like what comes to mind because it was such a journey of uh I guess just like so many different things and you know like we're still you know you're always on it um but this will help you guys at least just um be a little more aware everyone has their own journey and usually it's through some type of you know uh difficulty or like pain like Carl Jung says there's no coming to consciousness without um like pain and uh, so it's all about making that darkness conscious and a lot of people are just going through life um really unconsciously and they're not aware of things way down deep inside of them in their unconscious mind that actually controls how they live it's super powerful and if you're not aware of it if you've never um let yourself experience like deep-rooted trauma then that is what's running your life that's why you constantly have bad things happen that's why certain experiences are are attracted to you so you have to dive in there and you can reprogram the subconscious mind you know by doing new things like adventure like you know exploring and also just sitting with yourself and um just like feeling everything that you're feeling get inside your mind and for me it took experiences to realize what was like hidden in there so you know I go to high school 
just like you know i've always been we've always been a free spirit grew up on a farm wild but you know i still went to school there were still some doctrines that you know got into me a little bit no matter how free i was there's always a little bit and um so those things got put into me and i lived unaware in a way i was pretty goofy and wild but some of the things you know i just wanted to like laugh all the time and i was i wasn't uh confronting what was going on at that time which was like the chaotic experience of our parents like splitting up it was so fucking crazy but i was just kind of like laughing through it just ignoring it just like trying to get away from it just being wild and um really it put you know it put a lot of pain in the back of my mind and like deeply into my heart and so I graduated high school a semester early I was like I just need to go and I started um my first semester of college in um a small college in Wyoming and it was the first time that I sat with only myself and just became this observer of just like everything I was just this like I was just bearing witness to life and I um I was just listening to the Lumineers just like doing homework in this dorm room just alone and I liked the time by myself it was um but I couldn't say it was like an extraordinary time or like a necessarily like happy time but it was uh it was quiet and you know I'd go to the gym and I'd be working out for like three hours until like 2 a.m come back to my dorm go to bed wake up at nine or miss my 9 a.m classes <laughs> whatever it was and um just kind of soared through this and then this um boy came into my life through via social media never do that <laughs> and um he was a terrible person and um he did really bad things to me early on and i still wasn't um you know aware enough to be like yeah like that's so disrespectful that's unkind you are unaware because i was still like not completely aware either you know it's like you just as women you know you give your heart out and you just want to love and uh bad things prey on the vulnerable so and also all um evil stems from the weak they're very weak people when they're doing really evil and really mean things um and so i was with this guy um and throughout that whole experience it was still this silent time and he was terrible and you know was trying to scatter my mind was trying to make me feel like i'm this terrible person when it was all of his demons just just throwing themselves at me but it was ricocheting right back at him and his everything is a mirror how you see the world is exactly who you are and what's inside and so i i was like he i was like man am i actually like i'm such a bad person or like you know i'm actually like hurting his feelings and it's just crazy because like he's just a terrible person i couldn't go one day without you know like crying because of like something even yeah so he made me uh come to this journey of awareness which i am very grateful for um 
so and also throughout that time my mom and dad were like I didn't hadn't talked to my mom in like a year and um my dad like lived in the same town as me but even when I was in a very dangerous place I couldn't you know like reach out to him or like you know just come over so I was alone and it's like everything forced me to just like find my own personal sovereignty like free my fucking self from all of it and um so I was also such a stoner I was just smoking and just like kind of just getting in my mind and I was quiet and you know just peaceful even though everything was chaos around everything you know was uh was saddening and uh, um I also realized I hated uh nine to five jobs throughout like this whole time I've been telling you about was like the I worked like two like regular nine to five jobs and like I've never wanted to like run more in my life like they are just like death and the people in those are just I don't know very unaware people that are around us um so I started to kind of just become strong and you know I was like no longer uh weak and my sister Clover who yeah actually she's a part of Crayson but she's not here we're sorry she's back at home trying to go live in the Wyoming (laughs) mountains we'll see I really hope you make it there Clover I really do but anyway I went to Boston with her and Robin came too, but it was, I didn't, I was scared, I was like, oh fuck, we're going like all the way to Massachusetts, I was like, I don't know, this is like a really tough decision, but I was in this place that was terrible, and it's funny, because like our lease was coming to an end in our apartment, so I was like, okay, well, gotta make a move anyway, and then I was just reflecting, and I was like, yeah, this person is terrible, Um, and then I started to think about everything I'm like oh my god I was just like I'm disgusted I am I cannot believe that like I've put up with this for so long and everything inside me was just screaming to just go and um um I like had oh yeah my work it the whole place I was working at closed down like infinitely so I was like the universe was just like pushing me out of there so I was like well I'm just gonna have to do it and so we took off drove uh for like three days across the states oh and you should just add this in real quick Grace after during that time after every job that she worked at the job closed oh yeah that was weird (laughs) yeah it was like a few places (laughs) yeah that was funny so um okay sorry no (laughs) noted um and so we went to boston and then there a a true transformation began um and i remember um one of my best friends over his name's jake so we were in boston and i remember um you know the manager was like why are you guys here and you know like we said whatever like some goals or like whatever and then jake was like he's like and this was a a sales job and jake was like 
experience is a god-fearing experience and you know they're all just like what the fuck and then i was like wow i was like yeah like that's yeah we're just here to just like it's just some sort of journey and um throughout that time um you know we were knocking on doors talking to so many people i was watching people so much and i was understanding who they are i was understanding this world of just it's 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 just such a consumer society and you know everyone's trying to sell some sort of material thing with whatever their career is and uh, um we ended the summer and then me and clover i finished college and then we went to big sky montana and that's where a lot of it all came together and i was just high up in the mountains you know we were drinking kombucha and smoking here and there and just like skiing and it was so beautiful and there's just we met some of the coolest friends up there just like really free but then we also saw a lot of really bad people and so that had me going like so far inside of myself you know like wondering what I was like it there's this quote that yeah it's like the world is a reflection everything's a mirror and I thought about that for months because I was like I don't get that that doesn't make sense because I'm like I see like really terrible people and those people aren't me but so like those experiences like people are just using you as a mirror once you're aware you're not using them as a mirror no longer but still I'll see Robin and I, I'm a witness or, or you know I like see her in her truest essence because like I have lost the ego I have lost all these ideas that I've grown up with and so I saw these people and they were mean and they liked to attack or like they didn't like me and Clover because we were just really happy and like just literally laughing all the time and just like having so much fun and you know we were just in gra- we were just in a state of gratitude and we were just like peaceful and like happy and people don't like that they're envious of it they wonder like why are they happy you know and it's like they're jealous and we have nothing of material it's like you guys are jealous of something you're lacking inside of yourself once you take that journey all the way in that's the only time when you will understand any depth in the world at all you have to rediscover yourself and so once that depth of understanding who you are gets greater you will understand everything that much deeper and so it was an enlightening experience being at Big Sky and um, we figured people out when we fell in love so hard with you know just life and it felt um, just so like magical and life was just so beautiful and so after that we went to Greece and we were just biking throughout the country and I talked about this a little bit and that was it was just you know a further enlightenment of just like heart open to the sky and just like feeling so just so blissful and so like honest and understanding like nothing was to be worried about you don't have anything to worry about it is all made up like everything's an idea and um 
I'll go into this further in a minute. But yeah, so we uh, got back from Greece and then we went and did sales again, me, Robin, and Clover in Indiana. And we're doing sales. You're knocking door to door, talking to like the most whack people and talking about something you don't give a fuck about. And I was just like in the most enlightened state I've ever felt. Because it all comes from within. It doesn't matter where you're at. You will feel it. You will embody it. Like you will be it. Once you become aware. Once you feel with life. Once you understand that we're all just like one thing. And so I was just like. I remember telling Clover in the car. I was like. I was like. I can't explain this. Like. I'm like. No. I don't think you know what I mean. Like. I can't stop like smiling or I was like I don't I'm like just vibrating like I just feel all this like energy I was like it's just like so beautiful and we're doing sales and I was like but for some reason I feel so like I don't know like uh, enlightened and so um and so yeah it's always just a journey but throughout that was my whole experience of you know like coming to awareness um and consciousness and um you will understand that we are all only here to save this place you once you're aware you can no longer worry about like your own personal journey success material it's all made up and it's not real and it's here to keep us um stupid it's here to keep us controllable it's here to keep us as slaves to this system that these really bad beings have put in place we're really we're really magical beings we're really spiritual we're really creative and school is just a whole system to shut that off and everything else all the ideas of life that you are programmed with you have got to lose them you have to question them it all starts with curiosity and you have to just like go inside of yourself and um you will not worry there's nothing to be scared of like you don't have any fears because none of this stuff is even real the only purpose is just saving this place and there's a lot of suffering and um everything is a frequency energy you know it's vibrations rapid alternations of the crests and the troughs of the waves and um you are the creator you are your creator and i saw this video that was really good just yesterday this guy said like once you become aware of yourself once you are your actualized self you have um you you're you have like a psyche that can like jump timelines so something might come in your mind where you're like oh i should go do this i should be there uh in three days if you listen to those then um you know it's a test of like how aware of your like present 
you are this present moment so your higher self will always be where it's supposed to be um it's not supposed to be anywhere else and if you like it knows where to go once you like embody that once you have that psych and um if you follow those timelines and go there or like go back there to the past or whatever it is those thoughts then you know it's uh it'll take you off track it'll take you somewhere else and um so yeah that was just something that i read that was really good but there's a lot um there's a lot of things that yeah no there's this um uh, this yogi or not yogi <laughs> he's um uh, i can't remember what his name is but he studied people over in india a lot and he realized kind of one of the um inner things how he talked about it a way to visualize what your inner feelings are like and like what it's like looking within so imagine like um a bowl that's muddy and you know, there's a bunch of water. So the, mo- the muddy water, it never moves. It's still stuck there. That's like our emotions. Like we still have them all within us. But then you start pouring a stream of water and all of a sudden that mercur- water is getting mercury. It's getting all mixed up. The emotions are coming forward. And so that's kind of like imagining like yourself reflecting within. You're diving into those um, emotions that are inside of you. You're um, arousing all those and then you're starting to think through them and then you know after so much time of that water being flown through that bowl you know the water becomes like clear and that's kind of where you reach that like higher awareness because yeah. you've gone through all those murky emotions that you let just sit there you've been pushing them aside you've ignored it you know you have you have to feel all those and your emotions it. are the connection um <clears throat> between your spirit and um of your like mind you know it's like such the connection for it so like that's why it's so powerful too when you're like when you're creating a reality like if certain experiences are coming to you you know it's because um you have the thought unconscious or conscious and you have an emotion with it maybe it's happy and maybe it's, you know, like, you feel, like, you feel a lot of that emotion, and so then your spirit, um, you know, like, feels that as well, and, like, it's able to decipher, like, you'll get the feeling if, like, it feels right, or if it feels wrong, like, your spirit's like, ooh, yeah, yeah, no, and you'll feel that, and, like, sometimes you'll still go against it, and, like, it'll take you on a different path, or the experience will be, uh, not so great, but like your emotions are super powerful. They're the the channel between the spirit and like yeah the mind. So like when you have a thought and you have a lot of emotion with it, you are creating. It's such an energy force. And that doesn't matter if the thought is yeah good or bad. You're creating that whole experience to you. Yeah. Um, but so I guess you can go on to your little journey of awareness. Um, there's still always, you know, like so far to go, um, so many things to experience and learn, but that was just kind of, um, the journey to like awareness and like consciousness for me. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, yeah, I would definitely say, I guess, Mm. Wait. What is it? Um, Tapping <laughs> everywhere. Where's that pen at? Oh. Oh. Yes. We were gonna smoke in between and then just see how 
funny it gets at the end. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like, give me that. Okay. Okay. So, um, gosh, yeah, I definitely would say my first awareness really started, yeah, when we went to Boston, because that was just something so new. You know, I was so used to being, you know, at the home place, you know, quiet. And I think, yeah, we were going to Boston the same time my parents, like, were splitting up. And, like, that was just, like... That was a lot, just like, um, I guess internally, just kind of like everything that they were doing, because they were putting a lot onto like the kids and everything while they're going through the whole divorce. So I'd say we probably definitely saw some things, you know, that were, I guess, harder. Like for me, I felt like I could never like really talk about those things. So I know I, over time, just bundled up so many emotions, so many thoughts. I felt like I couldn't ever just, like, talk about it. You know, I was a burden if I ever, I guess, I was I was scared to feel, like, yeah, my feelings. I was like, that was just something scary. And I was like, oh, it's best just to ignore that and, you know, move on. Pretend like it never happened. So that's kind of, like, what my mindset was at. And, um, yeah, then we went to, and then, yeah, um, Clover went to Boston and got Grace. And then they asked if I wanted to go. So I went, too, and... Yeah, it was just, like, really different. I think the first time I first started, yeah, kind of expressing myself was, like, when Jake, Grace, and me were, like, mm-hmm. all hanging out. We'd always, like, sneak out out of our apartments and hang out and talk. Yeah, you have to make yourself uncomfortable. We were extremely uncomfortable, oh, but we yeah. grew, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I remember being so scared the whole drive up. I was so nervous. I hated talking to people, and that's all we were doing all day is talking yeah. to people. Mm-hmm. And so I think just, like, yeah, being in that super uncomfortable zone um, definitely just makes you grow so much. And then it just confuses me because we're always just constantly putting ourselves in in weird, (laughs) like, positions. (laughs) We never just, like, let ourselves sit anywhere, which is a good thing because you always constantly... It's a great thing. It's necessary. (laughs) It's It's for survival. (laughs) It's fucking terrible. (laughs) But you need it. Yeah, fear. That's the main thing. Yeah, you'll be stuck in a box your whole life. One of the lowest frequencies you can experience. I think lust and envy is even lower, which is interesting. But yeah, fear will forever control your life Mm -hmm. if you listen to that. Yeah, you can definitely... That was another great thing about like sales. You could learn a lot about like the psychology of the other people on the doors. And a lot of them were in the position they were in, the people that we talked to, because they were afraid of um, leaving things that felt comfortable. Leaving the system. Yeah, yeah, they were, it was something, you know, they were able to just, you know, go to school, get a job, they built up this cool, this good identity that looked good, and, you know, they were, they were holding so on, hold tight to, like, this identity that, like, it was too scary for them to ever leave it, so, you know, they, they always worry about building this up, and really that just causes... You know, more and more, I guess, yeah, fear and anxiety when and when anyone, oh, what's the word, when you you threaten their identity, it, like, puts their mind in a very low state. Um, yeah, it scares them, and they just become repulsive. Mm-hmm. And what kind of crystal is that? <laughs> <laughs> so this is amethyst. Yes, that's it's... for the throat chakra, right? No, I'm not sure. 
who cares? <laughs> but it's beautiful. But anyway, yeah. sorry. Your journey to awareness. Yeah, so then I guess we came back <laughs> home from... Oh, I didn't... Amethyst. It's purple. <laughs> it feels so really nice. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, came back and I had another year of school at that time. Um, and yeah, I came back... So much more independent. It was nice not really having to have any, I guess, yeah, dependence on my parents coming back because that whole experience like totally threw like me out on my own. With but I was still with my sisters, so I wasn't completely alone. But yeah, I lost. So then I definitely felt a lot more free expressing myself and you know like being able to talk about like feelings. It was still kind of a scary thing, but definitely started opening up to that. And then that's when. Grace and Clover came home and they were talking about like the Bible because like I was so held on tight to my Christian belief like <clears throat> that was like who I was um so it scared me a lot when they were talking about it yeah she's like <laughs> what are you guys talking <laughs> about or like <laughs> it's written by men and uh, you know it just like it scared me because I was like, gosh, what if, yeah, like, that's, you know, that's just a whole control factor. You, there's nothing after this life. So that's kind of where my next mind state, mindset was at. Like, there's nothing after this life. So I was like, oh, I'll live this life. You know, I was kind of like, I guess you would say an atheist in a way. Because I was just more observing things. Because, like, that scared <laughs> me. <laughs> Letting go of that. And then, um. But what is it? Atheist and a theist both believe in something they mm. do not know. Mm, that's true. Just know. Kidding. <laughs> so we, gosh, I think yeah. Then, uh, I was able to yeah, kind of like yeah, let go of that, and it wasn't scary anymore. And then finally, um, I guess yeah, started learning more. At that time, I was really obsessed about, like, becoming successful. Like, that was all in my mind. You know, I was pretty obsessed about, like, learning all the financial stuff, learning as much financial information as I could, you know, be super financial independent. And so I was reading a ton of books on that, like, all the time. Like, a lot of Robert Kiyosaki, you know, his biggest thing is, your mind is your greatest asset. Don't read that book. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's good to learn that first layer of the system, like, financial freedom. Yeah, that's... But fuck that guy. Though. Yeah, that's when we. Yeah, that was like a whole layer of. Like, I hated that. Book. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> and gave her a bunch of, of his books to read. <laughs> I think Terrible. Donald Trump and Robert wrote a book together as well. So it's called boring. Why We Want You Rich, <clears throat> but so pointless. It's a lot of like, them just like talking about how amazing they are. So anyway, Robin time. had such an awakening through, uh, through the like. System, yeah, because then you know, like, mine, yeah, mine was more like floaty and kind of like away from it, and just like more like psycho or uh philosophical. And then yours was more like, yeah, she started understanding banks and then you know, like politicians, and then even like just bigger. And just like, I think you had such an awakening through the this yeah. veil of like because uh, this then, fake world yeah being obsessed with money I, like i read these other things and then i was like oh that's like all not real you know like the only things that is like real is like yeah truth love your feelings 
Yeah. You know, everything else is just an extra layer of control. Like the whole system is slavery. Except it's like almost worse than slavery because you're not aware that and it's And you slavery. have to think about this. It's not crazy. It's actually how it is. You're not free. And most people have such an illusion of freedom. There is so much suffering. There are terrible things that prey on the innocents. Human trafficking. The harvesting of, like, you know, children's blood. Like, it's, it's, it's so, it's evil. And, you know, they're emasculating men. They're trying to make this place... Um, you know, like weak. The men aren't the warriors. They're not gonna be able to protect us. There, it's such this like passive war that's going on. <laughs> anyway, it's this passive war that's going on, and it's it it's just terrible. It's just like slowly coming, and you can't see it, but you have to just like you just start looking into these things. I would I would suggest listening to Sacha Stone, spelled S A C H A, and then Stone. Um, that guy understands it, and he can teach you a lot about what's going on more than what I can say. And he's very poetic, so it's interesting. Um, and I think yeah, kind of a way to like also awaken is imagining like everything around you. Yeah, it's not so practical, but, like, very, it's, like, it's all, everything around you is, like, super magical. When you, like, the people who did learn to master money, they also understand magic in a way. Because they're always, like, you know, if you're giving, you'll be receiving. They're always having Yeah, they understand, in. like, energy and, mm-hmm. like, sort of, and, like, manifesting. Yeah, they know if, like, yeah, you're, like, constantly manifesting, thinking of what you want. Like, come to Mason's... Do they're into you know like witchcraft or like you know things like that? They do certain rituals or like certain sacrifices, and they mess with energy and like power. And it's a secret with just a bunch of dudes for a reason. Mm-hmm. And you really have to, cause we yeah we get so many teachings taught in us like as kids we hold on to these core beliefs and we never question anything else outside of those beliefs because we're so controlled on that so if you just like let go of all of that let go of anything you know you know you can learn so many other things you can explore dive or explore yes into like so many different like beautiful things of life like we miss out on so much because we don't let go of things we were taught as a child these this programs like been installed well you miss out on wisdom you miss out on understanding when you are just living your created self you know like there's such pitiful creatures hiding underneath the mask of um whatever career you're doing you know like identifying with things we are free and infinite beings. I think real quick you should tell about that story of that guy that's uh, immortal. So this is actually <laughs> she was just talking about this this morning, and I was like, because we've been looking into like breath it, 
uh, breathitarians, breathitarians, however you say it, and you know, like, or uh, a liquidarian, where like you fruitinism, fruitinarianism. Yeah, so so I want to try just eating fruit all summer, but you still have to kind of get into it. But these women that um, there's this one woman that. Uh, has been doing it for nine years now where she just has water and a little bit of lemon squeezed in it because and the smell of food just like disgusts her it makes her like nauseous and like so she slowly like her whatever canal the things in like your stomach or they she literally shrunk and like it can't you know process food or like have food it's like we were meant to live off of just these like you know just like elements like air and like uh you know like the rays from the sun mm-hmm. like yeah they would just make sure they got like at least so much direct sunlight because like that field they you have to body. like teach your body how to like um use that for food mm-hmm. and this woman was still hiking like 40 miles every day so she had you know so much energy to like her body wasn't busy digesting all this gross food she was able to use it for a lot of other things but yeah that um yeah that guy there's this guy in india so he wanted to he was on a journey to find out if like being immortal was like real he was like wanting to find all these people that lived forever you know so he he's like oh where did the where would these people go so we went to india and he actually met the guy his name was start with an s but he was actually an indian emperor like 2000 years ago and he's still alive today and you know he decided that he wanted to you know stay on earth but this guy you know he has transcended and everything uh but yeah he you know just lives off the earth like he has nothing nothing extra you know mainly his air and his water and the biggest thing oops sorry (coughs) is um we're yeah we're programmed as kids to think you know death is real you know so in our minds we're creating that we're creating that we're going to die because we we're holding on this idea that it is real and it happens when you can completely change that and understand like yeah you're you're infinite and you'll create um whatever you're creating inside your mind you are creating on the outside and so when you let go of like the idea of death um you know it really yeah uh, it can definitely it's, yeah, I guess, like, you kind of start understanding, like, rebirthing and all that. Like, um, and the philosophy of the Stoics, which is interesting, because, like, yeah, it's, like, a whole different idea of it, but they, they, they say that if you, or they say to consider death, and to have that make you realize that you only get you know like one experience like this one life so it makes you appreciative but then also I guess stoics don't quite understand time and how it's not real because also maybe stoics were created I don't know for like a different reason or like they're that is yeah interesting but like it can make you like yeah it's interesting because it's like yeah you are like every single moment has so much importance because you're not going to experience it again i mean stoics are more in the mind because it's like yeah you they speak of what they know 
and so but we're idealists so <laughs> i think that we're yeah just infinite mm-hmm. and like yeah you know time is this complete made-up system it that is traps your mind the easiest way to govern us as people everything's yeah and yeah anyway you're did you kind of finish your self-awareness journey um um yeah pretty much but i guess then we started um studying into yoga started reading like some you know yoga books and learning about breath and i think that's been a huge thing because if you just like bring to conscious and think about how you're breathing at least a couple times a day um it just helps, you know, you slow down and relax and be more present when you focus on how you're breathing. So just take like, you know, a few you know, super deep inhales throughout the day. They're, they're construing the idea of love. It's so, it's just being like manipulated so differently in different areas it's like there's not one understanding and like one truth of it which is that your breath and like slowing down and just like watching the natural world you um fuck what was i saying just so So i do this so often um yeah like your breath will bring you to like um this awareness but what was i saying right before that um they've construed the idea of love yeah okay your breath will bring you back to truth you know just like the presence and like what love is which is the only truth you know all um atoms coming together it's you know attraction and it's being and his life and um in society they have all these different areas that mean all these different things of love when um you know really there's just one truth of it they're just construing it like crazy yeah if they're construing our one like truth than like everyone else or than all of us it's it well, we're just a loving world they're just uh unconscious and trapped now and run by pleasure and desire um and they don't ask why which is interesting i do not understand how you can go 70 years or whatever however long and have no idea it's weird to me yeah they never like you don't have any experience that causes you to ask questions that's why it's so important to first go into yourself take that journey and learn what's going on in there lose all your selfish desires your self ideas and just become the watcher and just like a part of it all I keep forgetting what I was talking about at no, first. <laughs> yeah, but love is the one divine truth. 
Namaste to that. <laughs> Namaste. Exactly. <laughs> <Is that me? laughs> oh boy, yeah. <laughs> this is so funny. We haven't been like this in a little while. Mm-hmm. So like it's funny because it's just like I feel like one of us will go off on a super long rant and then the other one's just like <laughs> watching zoned into it. it. And like if Clover was here, it'd be even funnier. Yeah. <laughs> she like leaves the world. She's mm-hmm. so funny. She's, she's definitely awesome. been like astral traveling, I'm sure. Yeah, she's because she's just gone so far inside of herself. She's she's just stayed like a kid forever, and it's so goddamn awesome. You know, like just really free, and uh, uh, hasn't been like indoctrinated at all. Mm, yeah, she never. She's never cared. She's never given a fuck about anything. She's just always been just like you know living in love and like experience and it's just raw and it's honest and it's kind i like how um i think you said or someone else said um wisdom comes not from age but from experience yeah wisdom knows nothing of age um is there anything else you wanted to touch on just uh, there's I could talk forever and ever just about uh, freedom and what freedom is and how to get there it's I just really hope that you guys think about those things and you under start to understand what we're living in and how we're here you know just study uh, energy um, study the systems you know like Sasha Stone says like you have to know protocol to be able to get in there and change protocol you know he's he's doing a lot of great things out there and um you just have to realize these systems why they're there who's running them more than what you've been taught further than what you've been told you have to ask more questions and you will gain wisdom you will come to you will come to knowledge by discovering yourself just being silent sitting with yourself um recognizing a trauma that's stuck in there and dig it out and then just breathe the breath of life and just like you will start to understand what is going on but it's all a journey of your own yeah, no one can really bring you to, like, yeah, the awareness except for yourself. And, like, when I first understood that I was aware, I was like, I can't do anything without watching myself. Or, <laughs> like, it's just like, I, anytime I'll even say something, you know, I'm just like, it's always right there. It's always It was always just starting to watch, and that's just your higher self. And when you feel that, you're tapping into that awareness and just let yourself... Uh, go further and embody it be up there be always watching you know then you don't even there's nothing that needs to check yourself you are just a part of it all and you're just watching there's this super cute picture it's like it's like the it's a little it's like a person on it it says the universe and then he's inside of earth and he's got like his fingers like it's like a a puppet like through earth and there are a bunch of different people oh and yeah it's just cute because it's, like, it's yeah, like you're 
an expression the, of universe, the universe and then all the fingers are like you, you like you like each they're individual. different people it's but like, they're all the same thing yeah just, that's just yeah. how it is the universe is just like, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all uh, the same thing but with our own both, yeah, different Our own beliefs and teachings that will shape and create who you are. It's a process of unlearning and rediscovering. And feeling life and feeling love. Like, are you constantly contemplating how you can end suffering? Are you... <laughs> your face... <laughs> You're like... <laughs> are you selfless? Are you free? Are you... Showing the world freedom, or do you still care what people think? Do you still worry about what car looks cool, or like what clothes you're wearing, or where you're at? Have you ever even just taken an adventure with yourself? Those things are really important, and um photo recommendation of the day <laughs> you know it robin sovereignty freedom <laughs> the actualized self <laughs> all of it so we thank you guys for uh listening um yeah just stories that will continue and when we learn more and go further we will share those things and um, hopefully try to help you guys and just like reach wherever we can yes <laughs> yeah um, yep 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 thank you <laughs> come on Welcome to the Grayson Podcast. Don't listen to our <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to the intro, well, we please. <laughs> we'll never play the harmonica again. <laughs>